0: Hi there, do you want to know the answer for the burning question which is do you make money by saving or investing? Keep listening to this podcast. My name is Dinesh Kumar. I am a stock market investment expert. Now to address this question, uh, I have even asked this question to many people saying that whether saving would make money or investing would make money. So of course I got the valid points with both the people. Now, most of them were not comfortable investing. So, the answer, most of the answers which I got was save, save and save. Because this is a formula which is, you know, going on for generations. Right? So, you go to the job or work or any profession, you make money, come and then you save the money. And that same money, you put it into the fixed deposit for a fixed return of interest. Now, this is a formula. Now, what's wrong in this formula? It's perfect, right? It's been working. And people still feel that's the most safest. Because fixed deposit, assumably, it's safest. But things have changed now. Even a fixed deposit in a bank... If your investment is more, it is not that all the investment is guaranteed, correct? So based on the central bank's uh, you know uh, rules, there would be some portion which is guaranteed. You know the rest still carry a risk. So now, first is earlier there was no risk; all your uh, you know FD fixed deposit was guaranteed. Now things have little changed. We will still assume that it is still safe and all our money is guaranteed. Now, when you put this saving into fixed deposit, the problem is, which many don't consider, is the inflation. Inflation is what would be the value of X dollar or rupees currently and fast forward it by 5 years or the 10 years. So, every year the inflation of 6%, 8%, whatever is applicable will reduce the value of the money. And the interest what we get from fixed deposit, that is not sufficient to beat the inflation and appreciate our money. So, and fixed deposit, if you analyze it in detail, it is not appreciating. It is actually depreciating. Okay. Now we look at the investing. Fine. Now let's say that we invest and people invest without proper knowledge and they lose their capital in the hope that to make higher returns. Can you think of many people around uh, you? And uh, I would admit that I was one of uh, that person uh, who used to do this and lose the capital. And maybe you are also one of them, right? Uh, Who can resonate with me. Maybe this has happened with you also. Or at least you know the people uh, whom you have heard the stories that on the hope to get higher returns, the investment is done. And the investment, if you don't know how to do it, it's gone. Now, if you don't know how to invest, what should be a logical method is to save, right? Maybe uh, it is not appreciating, but at least the capital is there. Correct? I'll tell you. Now, if you learn to invest, it's very simple. All the big jargons, complication is not there. And as you go through the podcast, I'll be uh, step by step, you know, in every podcast, I'll be giving you the golden nuggets of investments, especially in the stock market. That's what I do. And I found the stock market as a vehicle for investing investing is superb if you do it properly it is more safe for me now uh, again this question i keep asking people okay fine what you do and i get answer like invest and then save so actual answer is you should do both it is not saving or investing it is saving and investing so people say that okay i invest And whatever the returns I get, again, I save. That's a mindset. Always the mind has been programmed saying that whatever you get the profit, you save. Actual formula which I found, I'm going to share this secret, which is save and invest. What do I mean by that? Save a 10% of your income after tax every single month and put this 10% into investing in the stock market. Once you know how to invest, learn how to invest and then invest in the stock market. And then at the end of the year, whatever return you get, the the profit, you take the 10% of that profit and reward yourself. Now, every month, uh, you are actually investing the 10% of income and keep doing this for one year. At the end of one year, whatever the profit you have made, in the stock market, draw ten percent of that profit and reward yourself. It's very important that if you don't reward yourself, this is not going to work for long. Okay, it's not going to work for long. Try, it's not going to work. So this is a very practical tip which I'm, uh, you know, I have shared with you. So if you follow this, you are going to create a wealth. And very one more important thing is once you have invested the money into the, your investment account don't ever touch the capital there we should learn to scale up you should learn the art of compounding it which i will be you know giving you in the further podcast in this podcast this is what i have to say and see you in the next podcast hi in this podcast i'll be sharing the different taxes applicable for the working professionals when they invest in the stock market. My name is Dinesh Kumar. I'm a stock market investment expert. Now, let us first understand the importance of the taxes. Taxes are very important because it is by paying the taxes, we are contributing to the nation building and the infrastructure which is available to us, the regulatories which are available to us and the governance, administration, everything has to be paid so we are paying as an investor for maybe every transaction i'll just come to that you know the what uh, you know we will uh, divide the tax into two the direct tax and the indirect tax in the direct tax as a working professional it is uh, divided into five parts <clears throat> so the first part is the salary Once a working professional gets the salary, based on the taxation slabs, the tax is deducted from the salary and deposited into your income tax account. Second is other sources like the saving bank or the fixed deposit interest, which you may earn, need to also, we need to pay the tax on that. Third is rental income. So, if one has a rental income, then we need to pay the tax on the rental income as well. Fourth is a capital gains tax like profits made by shares, mutual funds, house properties. So, all these things comes under the capital gains tax and one need to pay the tax based on these profits. Fifth, is the business and profession. So, which includes the transaction of future and options for the investor or the trader. So, if you are uh, dealing with the derivatives, so which will be categorized into the business and the profession category. Now, in the indirect, we'll be looking at the goods and services, which is a GST. The GST we are paying for every goods we buy or the services we avail it means that at the first level we are paying direct tax and after that for everything we buy we also pay up an indirect tax so one need to be factoring in all these things in your investment plan ignoring this cost or the taxes uh, would really affect your entire model, and sometimes your entire model can be in the negative when you are not considered this. Now, coming to the stocks, in the stocks there are uh, about uh, five different tax or the charges. So one need to understand when they are transacting uh, with the uh, stocks or the uh, or the derivatives, what all this charges or the taxes. The first one will be STT, which is the security transaction tax. For every transaction we do in the market, so this would be, uh, we need to pay this. Second is exchange transaction charges. So for the exchange also, you know, we will be paying the tax, which facilitates all the transactions for us. And it gives us a risk-free transaction in terms of the buyer and seller don't have to worry about, you know, getting their profits in case they're making profits. So all those things exchange takes care. So there is a charge for that. Third is the brokerage. So broker provides or he becomes an interface between the investor and the exchange. So the broker would charge a, you know, so there are various uh, brokers uh, available. One is the full-fledged broker. Second is a discount broker. So, full-fledged broker gives the advice, advisory services, and value addition apart from the broking. Broking is facilitating the buying and selling. Whereas a discount broker provides uh, the buying and selling part of it, which an investor or the trader would need. Now, depending upon uh, which kind of the broker you choose, the charges would differ there are brokers who give you the fixed set price and there are brokers who charge on the percentage of the transaction so th- that whichever broker uh, brokerage you have the broker you have find out what is a brokerage and you need to factor this also into the cost and after that you have the gst gst on the brokerage or on all this all the services you know you have availed and that also need to be factored And the stamp duty. So stamp duty, we need to pay the stamp duty when we do the transaction. And the SEBI charges. So this uh, five charges, one need to understand. So this you will get it in your contract note when you do the transaction. So you need to capture that, put it into your journal and uh, understand your profitability after this taxes. Only then, you'll be able to tell whether your uh, strategy, the way you are investing, would be profitable or it may end up in no profit or in worst case, maybe little in the negative zone because one is not uh, factoring in the taxes. I've seen the investors and traders who do uh, little bit of uh, more trades or we can say the frequency of the trades is more and they only based on the strategy they assume that buying here selling here or selling and buying back they they are making you know they're looking for a very very small profits and they come up with a plan and the plan uh, either theoretical or in the paper it shows that it's making a big profit But once you bring in all this cost into that and then you analyze the same plan, most of the time it may end up that you're not making any money or worst, you may just end up in the loss at the end of the year. So it's very important that one need to understand as an investor or the trader as to what all we are paying up like taxes and charges. So... Please factor in and you can consult your uh, tax professional for further details. But as investor, now you have the basic idea of what different taxes are there. Uh, hope that this podcast is useful to you and uh, keep sharing this podcast uh, if you feel there is a value to other working professionals as well. And uh, It is all I have to say in this podcast. See you in the next podcast.